Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Alan Gray, helping you secure your future. Alan Gray is an authorized financial services provider. Afropolitans, as we uh, get into this conversation, again, we thank you for staying uh, put with us and, of course, listening to much of the insight that we need to share. Because one particular theme that we've often highlighted here on the show is the fact that businesses are going to be under pressure. Job losses are certainly on the cards. And, of course, company closures are likely going to happen as some entities will just not be able to find themselves sustainable post the lockdown and post COVID-19. But give us some perspective as to what this will mean for your pension fund, for you as a South African employee who needs to seek some kind of benefit uh, and purpose uh, in the long term. We're now joined on the line by Sabine Sunday, who is from Adam Gray, to give us an understanding as to what the roles and responsibilities are for us as employees when it comes to your retirement fund and fund savings should your employer shut down. Sabine, great to have you with us, and I'm hoping that the technical gremlins will stay away from the line. Uh, welcome to Kaya Biz, and looking forward to this conversation. Good evening, Gugu, and good evening to all the listeners. We hope the gremlins stay away as well from Ian. Indeed, it's been a very interesting time with us managing uh, broadcasts and working from home. But we thank for for technology and uh, by us making use of technology that certainly means that we are employed Uh, and if we are employed it probably means that we're lucky enough as well to make some kind of pension fund contribution but let's start there before we get into understanding what happens should your business close down what options do full-time employees employees of an organization actually have in terms of retirement savings ras pension funds and provident funds and what are the nitty-gritties they need to bear in mind in terms of their contribution and the legalities of this structure. Uh, Google, uh, thanks for the opportunity. I think the first thing is that, I mean, I think we all take a step back and kind of acknowledge that we, all of us in South Africa would want all our employers, the people that create real employment, businesses, to keep their doors open and, and to keep operating as they do through the cycle. And, and obviously, there are many commitments that employers have, and employers, one of those commitments are uh, commitments in terms of the Pension Funds Act to pay employer, employee pension fund contributions. And actually, on the 26th of, of March, the Financial Services Conduct Authority in South Africa, so that's the authority that has oversight over the pension fund uh, and how it gets administered, implement, administered and implemented in South Africa, sent around a notice to, to, to trustees of pension funds saying that they should think about how they could relax um, uh, payments of contributions to employers to ensure that employers stay solvent and, 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 and the last resort should be to really retrench people, right? So if, if, if we were to think about what are the options if you're an employer today, there are, in my view, three broad options, and remember these options can be implemented if your fund rules uh, allow it, your, your pension fund rules allow it, um, and the first option is, and, and we're seeing this happening globally, <clears throat> is lots of organizations are temporarily suspending their staff without pay. So it says, look, you, you, you're still employed, but you're suspending you without pay, and therefore that option immediately implies no salary effectively will mean the, 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 the company, the employer, wouldn't need to contribute towards your retirement fund, right, or your pension fund. The second option is we're seeing many companies in South Africa are deciding to reduce people's salaries. 
saying, look, we've still got a job, we don't need to close, but we need to manage our cost base. Um, and so we're going to reduce salaries, right? And this will kind of dynamically mean that um, pension fund contributions will be reduced on a monthly basis, right? Mm-hmm. And then the third option is, is really the option that the FECA has come to the party with is to say that employers that, that have continued to employ their staff um, can request a temporary suspension of retirement contribution uh, from the retirement fund. So effectively, the trustees of the fund uh, can provide uh, a temporary suspension of contributions and therefore not putting a drain on the employer's cash flow. So keeping people employed, I think, is the first uh, most important imperative for us, I think. Right? Keeping people yeah. employed. I, I think we all would agree with that cause of action during this really, really tough time, you know? And that's certainly what we hope for in terms of businesses still keeping their uh, employees uh, within a job. But uh, the wide array of options that you provided us with gives us quite a few uh, technicalities that we as uh, pension fund contributors need to be mindful of. So where do we need to start in terms of understanding our roles, rights and responsibilities? Yeah, so, so I think the first thing is just now coming back to the employees. So your employer can't do any of those three options that I spoke about without consultation to the employee. So in, in the event, let's start with the latter option, uh, where the employer decides to um, probably suspend your pension fund contributions, they would need to consult the employees and let them know that, look, we're under immense pressure in this business. You've still got your job. You're still going to earn your salary, but just we're not going to contribute towards your pension fund. So you need to be notified about that. Then the owners also shifts towards the fund, the trustees of the fund, that the fund, once this is put into place, they've got to notify the members that uh, no contributions are are, are going to be submitted uh, by the employer on behalf of the employee for whatever period they've agreed upon, you know. And normally I don't see those those things extending like longer than six months. Um, So if they decide to take that option, and even in an option where companies are reducing salaries, they would need to consult with the employees um, and that would mean like a reduction in the monthly contributions to the pension fund. And, and then I suppose like if, if you want to take it a little bit further, um, if worst, uh, the worst scenario, and, 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 and God forbid that that happens, but, but I think one should understand your rights in this situation as well. Your employer shuts down, right? or your employer gets placed into business rescue and can no longer honor the commitments, um, then you as a member would, would have the option of uh, taking a withdrawal of, of your cash. Um, but bear in mind there are tax implications with that, you know. So you can either take a withdrawal with tax implications or you can opt to preserve um, your current savings, either in the current fund or you could transfer it to another uh, preservation fund. I'm glad you mentioned those two there, uh, uh, Salim, because uh, we know for many South Africans who find themselves under pressure, they uh, might be tempted to withdraw uh, despite the tax implications, but we always uh, know that uh, preservation is key to make sure that one will be able to retire quite comfortably. But what are the implications of uh, either options? Should one decide to actually withdraw? Um, as you mentioned, there are tax implications, but I also guess um, um, complete obliteration then of your pension fund savings, should you actually use uh, it all? And of course, yeah. in terms of tr- 
transference and moving it to another pension fund? What do we need to be mindful of there in terms of administrative fees or any other uh, technicalities we need to be mindful of? Yeah, look, let me maybe start for, start with the situation we're finding ourselves in. So no asset class uh, globally or locally has been spared um, in the downturn. Um, the only asset class that's held up well is cash. So the, the, in, the inevitability that your pension fund values, uh, maybe across the board, depending where you invested, would be much lower than what it was three months ago. All right? So, so that's an important consideration. If you're going to be withdrawing, you're most probably going to be withdrawing at the worst possible time, uh, coupled with tax implications. In the first 500,000, you're going to be withdrawing tax-free, and then you're going to be taxed at your marginal uh, tax rate and forward. And then the second option, if you then decide like you've got enough money to tie you over and you are in a fortunate position, I would say, today, which is also really hard to, to, to preserve your cash, then you need to be thinking about kind of whatever fees that you're going to be paying uh, for administration and asset management uh, either in the fund or if you're transferring to another fund. And it's typically two types of fees. Uh, one is the administration fee that you'd be paying uh, in the fund and then the asset management fees. And then the second, the third fee that you could be paying is if you've appointed an independent financial advisor, um, you need to be thinking about um, that fee. And I would make a shout out to all the listeners that um, so in this like a really, really tough trying time. I've often heard friends of mine uh, that I've engaged with that like, like they find like struggling to navigate their own personal financial situation right now. And I suppose this is where like the value of an independent financial advisor uh, would come into into play and add I think uh, more value right now given the situation that we all find ourselves in. So I suppose the one thing is to think about the tax implications and the cost of preserving either in the fund in terms of administration and then asset management fees. And then the third fee would be if you've appointed a financial advisor, what that cost would be. Uh, the cost would vary, so there is an, uh, an exact cost. Uh, and it depends, again, like I said before, it, it, exactly where you preserve um, either in the fund or out of the fund and what your preservation options are and depending on the asset management options that you choose, you know, which fund you're preserving in. Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.